Hey, hey, I am so happy that you're here. My name is Marion Wagner, and I am a business mindset coach helping coaches and consultants create more income and happiness in their business and life. And today's topic, gosh, you guys, it is so, so good. I almost said juicy, but I, I, I don't know why. I feel like people say juicy all the time on social media, and it just kind of makes me cringe. It kind of ranks up there with the word moist. I don't know. Ugh. So it's so good. It is a little juicy, but it's good. I know it's going to flip your social media content planning on its head. But first, I'm kickstarting every episode this season by sharing just a little fun fact about me, just to relate to people. So my fun fact for this episode is, I don't know if this is embarrassing or not. I don't think so. But I have never seen a single episode of Real Housewives. Like Orange County, New York, Atlanta, I don't even know the cities that that show was filmed in, (laughs) but I've never seen a single episode. I've mentioned this to a few people over the years and it, it seems to shock a few people, but it's just true. So, okay. One more thing before we dive in today's killer topic is that you're going to want to head to the show notes for this episode right now, because I have a link there. I am hosting a free mini training next week called your six figure schedule. I'm going to show you that no matter what is on your plate, a full-time job, kids, five loads of laundry a day, carpool queen, you can build a six-figure plus online business. You do not need 40 plus hours a week. You do not need a huge following. You don't need fancy graphics and photos. You really, honestly, just need a work ethic, desire, and an intelligent schedule as your backbone. I have now taught hundreds of women how to create their own six-figure schedule, and now it is your turn. So head to the show notes right now and just sign up, save your seat, and get your killer six-figure schedule with me next week. Okay, so let's talk about social media, shall we? It's <laughs> I'm laughing because, oh my gosh, it social media has changed so much over the past 10 years that I've been in the online business game. I mean, we could chit chat for hours about all the changes and trends. It felt like it was only maybe six or seven years ago that you needed to post like two to three times a day. It's uh, just, some things have become easier and other things have become more complex. So in this episode, we're going to dive into what works right now with social media psychology. So to begin, we have to ask ourselves a question. So ask yourself, what is the desired outcome from you posting on your social media? Like, what is it? This is kind of a little come to Jesus moment. Look in the mirror and ask yourself, what is it I'm wanting people to do when they look at my social media? Is it to get likes? Is it to entertain or get people to like, like following you? Is it to teach them something or help them? Or is it to gain new clients? So Some people might think that their answer is, well, I have a social media account because I want to grow my business. I want to get clients. But what happens is we fall into this, this, our own little psychology trap. And we start thinking that likes equal traction, equal business growth. And that is not the case. So what I see are most coaches and consultants fall into two main traps when it comes to social media. The first one is, Trap number one is they confuse vanity metrics with progress. And honestly, this is so important. The only real measure of success in a business 
is income. Like it comes down to the, just the, the hard quantitative money numbers. And if you're posting on your Instagram and getting a crap ton of likes, but no new clients, then something is broken. Likes do not equal income. Just like the number of followers one has does not equal income, right? Yes, there is often a correlation, but there is not causation. And that's really important to know. In fact, I have several clients who get literally thousands of likes on their posts and have tens of thousands of followers, and yet they don't create a fraction of the same income that a few of my clients with under a thousand followers create, All right? We're changing that. <laughs> that's why they're working with me, but they come in with this problem saying, I don't get it. I have all these followers, but I'm not growing my income. And that's also what we're going to talk about in this episode. I'm going to teach you what I walk many of them through in switching, like flipping that biatch, <laughs> that, that social media biatch and making it work for them and not just, you know, treading water in likes that doesn't move the needle. Okay. The second trap, number two, the second trap coaches and consultants fall into is they get stuck in teaching mode. Here's how to do X. Here are five steps to make X happen, right? Now I will say teaching does have a place in your content calendar, right? You have to have some level of authority and it's a way to add value, but, and this is important, your content should be designed to help people make a decision, Your content should not center on instructing people how to implement the solution. Okay. So now let's talk about content pillars for a hot second. Content pillars used to be the thing, right? It's an old, now I say it's old school. (laughs) It means probably the hot thing four, five, six, seven years ago, the old school way of approaching social media. It was pick your four to five themes and stick to them. So you'd have, you know, most women would be like, I'm a mom. That's one. I like fitness. I also love cats and I live in Texas. There's four, those are my four content pillars. (laughs) And that's, that's great. Um, But the problem with that is it's built 100% around relatability and, you know, being someone's friend, which is fine if that's your goal, right? If it's to, again, go back to that first question that I posed, is that to get likes and to have people enjoy following you and they, they want to be your friend. But this is important. Six-figure plus coaches and consultants want to have the arrows pointing one direction and it's not to be your best friend. Okay, yes, you want people to know, like, and trust you, but you have to have that authority and that, that, that sense that you can help them with their problem. And having all the arrows pointing toward encouraging them to book a discovery call with you or hire you or work with you on some level has to be the number one thing on your mind. And the way to do that is by leading people through the various stages of awareness. So this is the heart and soul of today's call is the five stages of awareness. This is a marketing framework developed by Eugene Schwartz. Um, He wrote a book, this bestseller book called Breakthrough Advertising back in 1966. And the basic premise of this book is it's not enough to have a great product or service to sell, right? You could be the best life coach on the planet earth, right? 
But I don't, I'm just laughing because I'm like, are there other life coaches on other planets? Um, you could be the best relationship coach. That's great. But you need to also meet your potential customer where they're where they are psychologically. Otherwise, they'll never convert to clients. You'll never be able to help them because they won't walk through these stages of awareness to be able to say, I want to work with Becky. I want to work with Amanda because they haven't gone through this process. So I'm going to walk you quickly through these five stages. And knowing these stages is going to help you big time create content that is geared toward conversion because that's my goal for you is to convert your followers into clients, right? So your content, again, should help them make a decision, not try to solve their problem on the gram. Okay. So let's just dive into the stages, shall we? Stage one is unaware, right? This is where someone doesn't even know they have a problem to solve. And you don't want to usually write to this person, All right. That's trying to convince someone that they have a problem when (laughs) they're just walking around feeling hunky dory and they don't see that they have a problem. It's like trying to, I'm going to use the analogy of a smoker. It's someone that's smoking and they enjoy it. They don't want to quit. They don't think about it. They, they like smoking and you trying to sell them on a, your, you know, stop smoking program. It's not going to resonate. It's going to be a waste of your energy and they're going to be like, meh. I'm going to turn around and go smoke. Um, So stage two, so that's stage one, unaware. You're not talking to that person. So make sure you're not creating content. You know, it doesn't matter if they like your content. (laughs) That person is not in your uh, sights. Okay, stage two, problem aware. This is where the person realizes that they have a problem, but they aren't yet aware of the solution to solve it. All right. So Schwartz says that in this stage, the person realizes, okay, I have a need, right? I need to quit smoking, but they aren't truly desiring to fix it. So this is what in psychology we call the pre-contemplation phase where again, a smoker might realize, gosh, I have a problem. Let me, but let me think about it. Let me, let me go have a cigarette and let me squat here for a while and casually pursue options in a non-committal state of mind, right? They're just kind of thinking about thinking about stopping, if that makes sense. So this is a really important phase though, for your social media, you want to create content that talks to people in the stage. It would be like, you want to start with focusing on the problem. So identifying the problem build upon that desire for something better, like paint that picture for them and then mention a solution. This is a great way to talk to people. If you have a a free offer or you're hosting like a a three-day challenge or a masterclass is to walk them through this stage. Okay. Stage three is solution aware. This is where the person is very much aware of the problem, right? And they're researching heavily the different solutions. So they are more committed to like solving this problem than in stage two. So again, if if you are a smoker, this is where you're Googling Nicorette, hypnosis, cold turkey, right? So your job in these type of content posts is to frame your solution as the holy grail solution, like for their specific problem. 
This requires you to really understand their problem inside and out. So you want to use their language. Don't don't use your educated kind of uh, jargon. Use their language. Put yourself in their shoes and meet them where they are. And then, and then boom, right? You're swooping in with the most epic no-brainer solution. It should walk them through why this solution is the perfect solution to their problem. No-brainer, right? Okay, stage four is product aware. So in this stage, Schwartz says that that your follower or your reader, they're not completely aware of all that your product does, or they're just not convinced of how well it does, or they haven't been told how your service is better than all the alternatives out there, right? So you might have the best mastermind on the planet, the best one-on-one coaching on the planet, but they just really, they haven't heard enough or seen enough of your content to convince them that you are the best, that you are the duh decision for them. And this is where testimonials are so key, right? You want to be sharing at least one testimonial piece of content a week. That's kind of um, a basic standard, okay? So you also want to speak with specificity to your readers. So always keep in mind, clarity over cleverness, all right? I know sometimes the cleverness, people might giggle and hit the like button, but again, you're not speaking to everyone. You're just speaking to that that person that's needing to know why your product, your service is the best. So be clear about it. Like hit them over the head with it. It's so clear. Okay. And then stage five is most aware. And this is where the person is pretty much ready to make a decision, right? They know they're going to buy, but they just need something to push them over the edge to take action, right? And sometimes they aren't buying from you. They're not signing up to work with you because they may not realize how to do that. That's something, it could be that simple. Do you have a link? Do you share often like a link for people to sign up, to book a call with you, to um, join your course? Like Again, people need to have that repetition over and over and over again. You're not bothering people, by the way. I know this is a fear that a lot of, especially females have with social media is, I don't want to annoy people or come across as salesy. But the, the thing is, is that yes, you're offering value and you're teaching people certain things and you're inspiring them, but you have to hit them over the head over and over again with opening doors to work with you because you might open, you know, 12 doors over the course of 12 days. And on day 13, you know, Rebecca's online and it's the time, it's the right time for her. So she chooses to walk through door number 13 because you've had that repetition. So you don't want to take that course right now is on the back burner for them. We want to create a sense of urgency or make a strong call to action so that they get off the bench and they get on the field. So this means that your content needs to be very direct, no fluff. Consider adding in a sense of urgency. Like that's why people have, um, dates open for joining certain programs and the doors close, right? It's something to take someone from inaction to new client. Okay. That's it. Those are the five stages. I hope that you can see how just walking by creating content around 
these stages, it's really only four, right? Because we're not talking to people in stage one, these four different stages and walking them through, identifying the problem, offering your your business, your coaching, your service as the solution, and then creating clear call to action consistently. I hope, I hope that you found today's episode super helpful. And again, make sure to head to the show notes and sign up for next week's six-figure schedule event. It's going to be a game changer, not just for your business, but for your day-to-day life. I promise you. All right. Thanks so much for being here. I will see you next time.